Turn it up. From the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 basketball facility in Rockland, California, it's Coach's Rise Time with Coach C. Collins. It's start. Three, two, one. Coach's Rise Time. Yep, it's that time again. It's Coach's Rise Time with Coach C. Collins, where I talk a little basketball, give some insight, give my personal opinion as a coach. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoy it. If you are a supporter and a fan, I appreciate you big time for continuing to check me out. Of course, we have the main show, which is About That Life podcast. Please feel free to go check that out after you listen to this or keep combing through listening to the Coach's Rise Time If you're here, I'm assuming you're a basketball fanatic. I'm assuming you're here to get a little bit of knowledge, maybe even hear my perspective. Maybe I add some nuggets for you, or you think I'm a fool and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But before we get into that, let me appreciate our sponsors. We have Dr. Dish, best shooting machine on the market. West Coast Legends, they can handle all your jersey needs. Hit up Danae or Marcus, they got you. And the links for this will all be in the description. And of course, last but not least, Zenify. They are a businessing business marketing program that can help uh, elevate your uh, business and your websites to the next level. The links to these guys will be in the description, so please feel free to check them out and let them know uh, Coach C. Collins sent you. On today's topic, we are going to talk a lot of numbers and a lot of analytics. But before, again, we get into that, please feel free to hit that uh, follow button. You know, if you go on the YouTube and type in about that life, hit that subscribe and uh, follow notification, increase our views. Hey, I would love to hear your perspective. Feel free to DM, feel free to uh, give your insight or a topic you want me to talk about. I'm very receptive and I try to be open to anybody who wants to, that personal relationship or even if you're interested in collabing or doing coming on the show, please feel free to uh, reach out or you know, don't at all. Uh, hopefully I give you some good insight and some things to look at. As I said before, the topic is about analytics. I really think um, kids and parents are going to benefit a lot from this episode. I believe a lot of coaches, even AAU coaches, for sure, you know, high school coaches, we have kind of a conceptual understanding of what I'm about to talk about. But I want to, I wanted to approach this with actual facts figures, statistics, numbers, and supportive evidence. The links for the uh, things that I am citing will be in the description as well. Feel free to look at the website yourself and come up with your own analysis. It's really to make sure everybody understands and kind of knows what's the true, what is the true mountain you have to climb for you aspiring collegiate athletes in order to make that happen. Marketing, social media has transformed the venue in which uh athletes can be presented before it was just you know you sent out dvds or vhs tapes and you know you had your high school coach was the most important guy because he had to know somebody clearly the dynamic has shifted between the overtime league and and the g league and just you know social media as a whole the the hype machines of simply basketball ball is life ballers bridge overtime you know it's just it's created a a huge platform that not every kid is going to even be able to make it to college, even with that. But it does give them all a great fighting chance, a fighting chance that they didn't necessarily have before. So I do want to break down some of the analytics. So we do have an understanding of kind of this hill we're climbing. And I really think you athletes, if especially, are going to get the most out of this episode. I think you need to hear it. I think you need to know 
you know, knowledge is power. You you don't need this esoteric, you know, hey, you're going to make it if you work hard. Someone will notice you if you try your hardest. That's that's not realistic. You have to have a plan, a mapped out scenario. Don't get me wrong. There are the outliers. They are the stories. There are they're the NBA, you know, dream teams, the uh, what, Caruso from the Lakers. Look at his journey. You know what I mean? There There are those outliers, but I would be hard-pressed to think that he didn't have a plan, that he just blindly kept going and somehow it happened. No. I'm sure at some point he knew numbers, figures, and said, you know what? I'm going to attack this with an analytic mind, a logical mind, a factual mind, and I'm going to make this happen. So the first thing I want to throw at you is let's talk about just the sheer number of high school athletes. Now, mainly in this part of the show, I'm going to mainly talk, refer to the CIF in California because obviously that's the state I live in, and California is clearly a huge state. I believe, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I believe we have 42, 42 or 45 uh, Division two and Division threes, like 22 or 20-something Division twos and 20-something Division threes. Um, we'll talk about Division one, of course. And junior colleges, I think there's about 98 in California. But again, I could be wrong on those figures. I didn't research those because I'm going to talk more about all across the nation. But as far as high school wise, I do have narrowed down numbers uh, for the CIF and and California high school athletes. Also, disclaimer, take this with a little grain of salt because the figures on different sites are different, but they're, they're, they're generally in the same ballpark. So one figure might say, or that there's, you know, 546,000 high school athletes active. And then another site might say 547,000 high school athletes are active. Well, clearly you see, that's not a huge drastic difference. So that's what I mean by just take it with a small grain of salt. Every single figure is not exact, but it's damn close. Okay. So for the 2019-2020 CIF Governance Annual Report, and this is a PDF you can find on, you know, on the internet on the CIF website. Uh, CIF is California Interscholastic Federation. You are more than welcome to find it. For 2019-2020, it is said, or they said, as far as active boys in uh, playing basketball, it was 47,675 participants. Girls, 34,368 participated. Again, this is in California um, and, and also for active for essentially, you know, 2019, 2020, uh, last year, not essentially, but for 2019, 2020. So we'll get into the percentages of everything that make it. But let's let's understand that that's the figure of athletes participated. So we do have to take this figure of forty seven thousand and condense it in by one third because you have to assume. Most schools are going to have a freshman team, a JV team, and a varsity team. Most schools, not all of them, but most. So one-third of that, let's just say, is varsity, just to give it a nice clean slice. That one-third figure is 15,892 varsity athletes active. Essentially, let's just say, just say last year, right? Um, almost 16,000 athletes, varsity athletes in California were active for last year. This is on the annual report. Total athletes in general of all sports for the CIF annual report was 815,000, 815,313. Um, again, take that figure with a grain of salt, might've been more, might've been less, but let's just say roughly, you know, 800 K athletes were active, uh, last year. 
So it's a huge, huge uh, uh, population of athletes between uh, boys and girls all over that. And that's just the state of California. So roughly speaking, high school athletes that will make it division one. And these stats come from college sports scholarship.com. So, you know, again, I will connect the links. You can check it out yourself, make your own deductions, but these are the figures and the numbers. Uh, NCAA roughly says 3% of high school athletes will play division one basketball. Now, again, I'm mainly focusing on the boy side and I'm mainly because that's mainly the side I coach. Uh, Coach Ted or someone else, I think, did a great analysis on his IG Live when it came to the girls. And this information is on there as well for the girls and boys. But mainly, I'm going to focus primarily on the boys' side. So 3% uh, will play Division One basketball. Uh, again, as I said, this was from collegesportscholarships.com. So high school to pro athletes, and we're talking NBA, not overseas, just high school to pro athletes, uh, is 0.03%. These stats are taken from the NCAA.org. So this is from their analysis, and I'm going to get on their actual website and analysis a- as well. Um, but they say 0.03% will make it pro from high school. From NCAA to pro is 1.2%. NCAA active freshman is 4,735. This is not just California. This is NCAA across the board, Division One. Division One seniors is 3,682. Um, drafted from the NCAA will roughly is usually 44 per year. So even still, there's, what, 60 guys drafted? Um all 60 aren't going to be from NCAA. Roughly, it's anywhere from 40 to 45 per year. As far as varsity active seniors, it is roughly guessed uh, per year. It's 156,000 uh, active varsity seniors across uh, the country. And total varsity athletes across the country is 546,335. So again, it seems like, whoa, there's a bunch of athletes. But again, you got to break and divide all this down. And the percentages were right there. Like I said, 0.03% get to make it pro, get to make it to the NBA. That means you have to be special. That means you have to be really, truly special. And those who, from even, again, the NCAA to pro is 1.2%. So you have to be the best of the best. You know, so I want kids and parents not to be discouraged, but take this and understand you have to go into it with a plan of attack. You have to have a support system. You have to be invested. You have to have a great coach, a great marketing scheme, a great AAU uh, entity that knows what they're doing. Hence, something I pride myself on on YBA. Um, this, we're going to move on to some other uh, stats from, uh, well, you know what, before we even move on to those stats, let's talk about what does it take to even be a collegiate athlete or be in the ballpark of being a collegiate athlete? Well, division one academic requirements, you need four years of English, three years of math, two years of natural physical science, one additional class, whether it be English, math or whatnot, two years of social science. And of course, additional four years of additional courses. Um, it's that's, you know, if you're not handling the books, um, you hurt yourself drastically. Uh, even let's just talk division two um, division two currently requires 16 core course core courses. This is from the NCAA official uh, NCAA.org official website. 
Um, Division two currently requires a minimum SAT of 820 or an ACT score of 68 uh, beginning August. This is from August 2018. Um, Division two uses a sliding scale. Um, you, you know, you're testing your core scores, your GPA, all of that plays a factor. So, you know, without the grades, man, it, it's just tough. You're, you're not going to make it. The higher the GPA, the better. You know what I mean? 3.3 or above is where you want to be cumulatively, not one freaking semester, fellas. Like, you, you got to actually make this happen cumulatively. Uh, going to the – moving on from that, you know, let's talk uh, – let's talk 2020. Let's just talk, you know, the overall 2020 odds. This is from scholarshipstat.com. This is where I get these analytics, and and let's break some of this down. So overall, and you could look it up. You could just literally type it in, you know, what percentage of high school athletes are going to play college. But overall, 7% of high school athletes, that's 1 in 13, will, will play college at any level. Uh, 2%, that's about 1 in 57, will play Division One. That's kind of a universal thing across the board, but we're going to break that down even further uh, to make it even make more sense. So for boys, active boys, again, in the U.S., scholarshipstat.com says there's 547,892. That definitely that defers from the college sports scholarship.com that says there are 546,000. So again, that's where I would say rough grain of salt. Some programs say a little more, some say a little less, but overall, let's just say it's 550,000 in the US all playing active uh males. This is on the boy side. Um, boy, playing boys basketball, 550,000. Um, active college players, and this is uh, college players, uh, yeah, this is college players amongst the entire board, not just uh, Division One. Uh, there's 33,688. So let's rough, let's just round up and say 34,000. 5.8 U.S. players um, are, are will make it at any spot in college. 5.8% of U.S. basketball players will make it at any spot in college. Again, that defers from the original statement of 7% high school athletes, 1 in 13. But again, like, like I said, take some of these figures up and down across the board, but 58 to 7%, let's just say it's anywhere from 5 to 7%. Okay? 0.9 U.S. players will get a spot at the Division One. We'll get at the Division One level. Again, 1 in 17 at any college. It's actually more like one out of 105 will play at the D1 level. So really understand the leap to play, be a Division One athlete is pretty tough. Just to get an offer or get a nod or get looked at is supremely outstanding. If you are in that boat, if you're in that situation, any of you athletes, congratulations. That's a phenomenal job to get noticed at that level. But also, any of you guys getting looked at by any college, whether it be JC all the way up to Division One, you really need to understand that that is a great thing i myself work in marketing and making that happen so i really do my best to try to you know um make yba an entity that people can trust also oops sorry about that also i do know uh plenty of people trust my coaching so therefore you know i'm, I'm able to advocate for my guys at a different level coaches you need to ensure that that is something you're doing for your athletes because you are the marketer. Coaching and winning is not enough. Let's just sidetrack. Let's make that clear. 
you know, coaching in dubs is not enough to get recognition. AAU coaches, your program has to market and sell your guys. You It costs money. You have to fundraise. You have to talk to parents. And you have to have sit down and have real conversations. It's an investment. Remember, it's an investment. You can't think of it as a sacrifice. It's an investment. You're going to invest time. You're going to invest money. But the overall payoff is you're one of those 7%. You're one of those five to seven percent. You get to live the elite dream. Remember, that means something. That has to mean something to you because I know it damn sure meant something to me. But moving on, let's talk, you know, California colleges. Let, let's break some more numbers down so people understand uh, as far as the college players, the college level and all the things that are going. This is from this is statistics taken from the NCAA official site. Um, I will Mention those statistics as well, but this is still on uh, scholarshipstats.com. Again, the links will be there. Check it out yourself. There are, uh, <laughs> there are. Let's just break down all the. Uh, let's just break down um, all the numbers in California alone. There are 178 colleges with basketball teams. 178. That's between JC Division, uh, JC NAI Division Two and One. And NCAA Division Three, NCAA Division Two, and NCAA Division One. Now let's break down across the country how many teams there are. There are 354 Division One teams. Each and every single one, each and every single one have a basketball team. There are 307 Division Twos. 304 have basketball teams. There are 444 Division Threes. 426 have basketball teams at the NAI level. There's 94 division one NAIs. All 94 have basketball teams at NAI division two. There's 143 schools, right? Uh, 139 have basketball teams at the JC level. There are 437 JCs across the country. 433 have basketball teams, independent four years. Like let's say a Lincoln university, Gary Payton's new school, that isn't established in a conference or a division, but they do have a basketball team. There are 105 schools like that with 104 basketball teams. The two years, there's some two years that are very similar, or not very similar, the exact same as that situation. There's 137, 133 of them have basketball teams. So in total, there's 2,021 colleges, 1,987 of them have basketball teams. And that's, and, and that's you know, seems like a lot across the U.S., but it's really not when you think about all these are spread all over the U.S. and you have just a sheer number of athletes. Again, remember, you have almost over half a million athletes and only five to seven percent of them are going to make it at the collegiate level. That's really not a lot. And let's even talk about scholarships, because obviously that's the biggest thing that these kids are fighting for at the division one level. Uh, they give out. They are allowed to give out thirteen scholarships. Some and let's assume at the D one, these are all full rides. But not every school can give a full ride. So we're talking scholarship in any level, whether it's ten percent, fifty percent, seventy percent, eighty percent. So thirteen of them at the D one level, ten of them at the D two level. There are no scholarships given at the Division three level, but yet they there are uh, four hundred and twenty six teams that all don't give scholarships 
they are high academic schools, division threes, find other ways to get money, whether it be boosters, whether it be through financial aid, whether it be academic scholarships. So keep that in mind for you Brainiac kids. You can be a college All-American and still go and still have a great time doing it. And you'll probably win in life going to a division three. I know I have a kid named Milo that I'm pushing to go to Caltech. He's going to end up, uh, you know, a few he's going to end up somebody's boss <laughs> and he's going to end up building a skyscraper that we're all going to use 50 years from now. So, you know, think about that coaches when you're thinking about your athletes, what are their strengths and how can you, you know, market that NAI, uh, they can give out a, a division one, they can give out 11 scholarships NAI division two, seven scholarships, uh, at the JC level, they can give out 15. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's average rosters and roster sizes, but, even still, they give out about they give fifteen. Uh, the other four years and two years, it's kind of a tricky situation. If they have the money, they get scholarships. If they don't, then they don't. But they they kind of maneuver them, figure that out. So, even still, there's not a lot of scholarships out there given. You really have to work and you know be willing to be that guy to really push and make that happen for yourself. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you. Again, I'll throw the links if you just want to check it out yourself. Parents, I suggest you do it. You know what I mean? It's it's not it's not going to hurt you. This is a, uh, let me refer to the NCAA official site. This is what they say. As estimated probability of competing in collegiate athletes. Nearly 8 million students currently participate in high school athletes in the United States. More than 480,000 compete as NCAA athletes. And just a select few within each sport move on to compete at the professional or Olympic level. The table down shows how many high school and NCAA athletes compete in each sport along with an estimate of the percentage of high school athletes going to compete in the NCAA. So in basketball, here we are back to that figure. 540,000 is what they say in this one. Basically 541,000. Again, grain of salt because I believe this chart was taken from 28-2019. And this is uh, for, you know, for basketball. They, they don't break it down. Or yeah, this is for men. Sorry, this is for the men's side. NCAA participants, it's 18,816. That overall percentage high school to NCAA is 3.5. So it's even was even lower back then. Uh, high school to NCAA Division I is 1%. High school to Division II is 1%. High school to NCAA Division III is 1.4%. So again, if you're getting offers, if you're getting interest, if you have anybody looking at you, congratulations. You guys have done a phenomenal job. I am proud of you. I love to watch you shine. I love to watch young brothers shine. And if you are a coach that's making that happen, whether you are getting the praise or not, let me give you your flowers because you're doing a fucking damn good job. So I want you guys to know that what we do is hold on. Let me slow that down. Let me say that again. Let me, let me, let me repeat that again. C coaches, whether you're, you like me, don't like me. I still congratulate you for helping young men and women to aspire to get their dream in order to help them become better than themselves. Let me give you a round of applause. You are phenomenal. And again, you can hate me, you can like me, we could be cool, we could not be cool, you could not know who the hell I am. But I hope any coach or any person who hears this across the country know that you are doing a phenomenal job. But again, let's get back to the subject at hand. With all the numbers and figures I've thrown at you, you see it is hard, gentlemen. It is hard. You are not going to make your dream happen simply because you want it. I don't care if your parents tell you you're special. You're not special until you prove you're special. 
You have to prove you're that one percent. You have to prove you're the dog that they believe you are. It all comes down to fit. It all comes down to work. And do you have that dog in you? Are you really willing to work? Are you really willing to make it happen? I talk about this and I talk passionate about it because I want you to know about it. The numbers, the truth, it has to come from you. You have to be willing to work. You have to be willing to invest. You have to be willing to take the extra time. You have to be willing to do what everybody else is not willing to do. Anybody who lies to you and tells you different, don't listen to it. It's just not true. It comes down to you have to be who you are. And you have to be willing to invest in yourself. If you're going to bet, bet on yourself. Parents, take these figures for you people who are so overzealous about how your fourth grader is considered one of the elite and top fourth graders in the country. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It just gives them good praise. It gives them good confidence. It helps them maybe motivate him. But it doesn't mean anything. In the grand scheme of things, they have to keep the work ethic. They have to keep being humble. They have to keep staying hungry. They have to keep looking and searching. It's it's the idea of perfection. You're never going to be perfect, but you search and you strive for the idea of it. If you can keep your kids able to do that, coaches, if you can keep your group motivated to do that, you will help these kids get to their collegiate dream. That's the goal. That's what it's all about. That's what we try to do. That's what I try to do. So I hope you all heard this. I hope it all makes sense. I appreciate you if you took this Coach's Corner. This is one of my longer episodes, but I knew these figures had to be out there. I don't think enough coaches talk about this. I hope if you do enjoy this content, you'll hit that follow. Follow the IG. You follow me on my own personal IG. Keep helping these athletes, man. Like, I hope you athletes are listening. I believe in you. Even if you don't like me, even if you think, man, that light-skinned coach with the tattoos, fuck him. Like, it's cool. I don't have hate for you. I want to see you shine wherever you are, whoever you are. Because I love the game of basketball. I love the competition. I love watching people bridge gaps through sports. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this Coach's Rise time. I know I sound pretty passionate about it, but it's because I am. I'm a factual, logical-based thinker. I'm a Sigma Alpha male, I think. I'm intrinsic. I use numbers and analysis to help my kids move forward. And I think you should use the same. Let your kids know the mountain they're going to climb. There is a mountain. Whether you go up it fast or you go up it slow, there is a mountain. There's no way around it. And if you want to get to the peak, which clearly could be the NBA or professionally, you have to have a couple things going for you. Got to be intelligent. You got to have a plan. You got to have genetics. Yeah, sorry. Genetics plays a factor. If you're not born with the genetics, you better work your ass off. Right? You got to be smart. That's the strategy. But the biggest thing you have to do is be humble. Not humble to the point where you oh, don't believe in yourself, but humility to understand that you are not done. Perfection is what we strive for, but never achieve. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please hit that follow button. Uh, everybody have a safe day. Listen to this whenever you're ready. And keep coming through the rest of the shows. And I'm out.